Welcome to the American School of Guatemala. I'm Danica Novak. And I'm Chip Phillips. And as a team, we are the Office of College Counseling here. And this is one more episode for AP Uncover. And we have a special guest today. Yes, uh, she's somewhat of a legend here at the American School of Guatemala. Uh, she's been teaching AP courses for quite a while. Her name is Rosalie Balsells. Welcome, Rosalie. Welcome, Rosalie. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. uh, please tell us your experience uh, about the AP program in general. When did you start hearing about it? How many years have you been, uh, been part of it? Mm -hmm. um, let's see, I started here at CAG teaching mathematics. And uh, we had a teacher that was, uh, had been here for a while teaching AP economics. And I love economics, and so I, I asked to be placed in his position when he left. And when he did, I did move up after a lot of trepidation because I was really scared of doing it. But I went ahead and did uh, AP microeconomics and AP macroeconomics in 2009. And that's when my whole career with AP started. So we only had the econ courses, and then in 2015, we added the AP statistics course, which was not available before as an AP course. Um, I'm trained as a math teacher, and I have a degree in business administration, and I also have two masters, one in uh, environmental economics and the other one in international teaching. And I must say that AP is by far the most satisfying a, a occupation that I've, that, I've, that I've been in. That's why I'm still here, teaching AP. That's impressive. No wonder she's a legend here yes. at CAG. Yes. <laughs> now, um, I'd say the classes you teach, micro, macro, stats, Tons of students want to take those classes. Mm -hmm. Not only do they know they're going to help them with their business degree or whatever they're going mm -hmm. for, even engineering students are taking stats or, or yes. micro, um, partially because they, they, they've heard uh, you're a great teacher and so forth and so oh, on. That's nice. But um, what, what do you think qualifies a student to do well in a course like AP Micro or stats? Mm -hmm. What I tell the students, first of all, is think about the course you want to take in terms of your interests, not just to not just because you hear it's a, it, that people like the course or they think I'm a good teacher, but because you really are interested in learning that. That's key. Because once you get into the course, you realize it's not just the fun uh, of learning AP, which is very fun, but, <laughs> but it's also really hard work. So the first thing is that they should be really interested in studying that course because they're thinking of using it in the future. And um, they should also be um, motivated and willing to put forth the work. They are also thinking about it in terms of credit for college or at least being prepared, more prepared for college. And as you said, yes, economics is a basis for many, many of the careers that our students choose, which a lot of them want to be businessmen or open their own, their own business in the future, but stats as well, which is a required course for every single class that you take at college. And it's nice that you pointed out uh, that, that a lot of our students, they go for economic uh, business majors. Uh -huh. So I think having, uh, the three courses that you teach here at CAG, it's, it's an enormous benefit for them to explore their passions mm -hmm. and the specific topics and, of course, to get ready for college. Um, uh, you've taught, like you've said, um, economics for, what now, 10, 12, 12 years? Yeah. Um, can you tell us some changes you've seen in maybe the AP curriculum or the testing? Mm -hmm. What have you noticed, if you have noticed anything that's shifted? Overall, I would say that not much has changed. Not much has changed in the curriculum. They do add a few, a few different uh, topics or they change them slightly in the way that they're going to be testing them. The same as with stats. Stats this year had an, a lot of changes, 
a lot of changes uh, in stats. They added a lot of topics to try to bring up the level a little more, which is already very high. Economics, I would say that uh, there haven't been very many changes, really. Most of the changes have been in the, in the recent two years past because they were forced to, because of students being, being virtual. So the way that they're testing uh, has changed a lot. I think that I like the way that they're bringing in current, current topics as well, which they didn't do that before. Because mainstream economics is based on history, and so, so it's kind of, you know, the, the, the curriculum for economics has not changed much because it's mainstream economics. It's not one specific current. But now they're trying to bring in more, more uh, current events into into the program. Interesting. Well, I have another question. How many hours um, of homework or uh, the workload do you demand from our, from your students? <laughs> or, how, or, or do you expect from them? I expect from them, yeah. There's a lot of work to be done at home because we use something called the flipped classroom approach in which the students prepare at home by watching videos or reading the text and reading the text and uh, doing exercises previous to the class. Um, they, they do between, I would say, anywhere between four and eight hours, which is not much, but it could be up to 10, depending on how much time they put in as well, because they do have to read and then make notes, and then they usually watch videos accompanying the reading, and sometimes I have them do prior uh, work on that topic, so that when they come to class, they're ready to tell me what they don't understand, and we're ready to to, to uh, do more uh, application problems. Yeah, that's basically what they do in college, that you need to come prepared yeah. to class. Yeah. It's kind um, of the opposite of what, they, what we usually are used to doing, having the students come and then giving them a lecture and then having them you know, do a few exercises and sending them home with homework, which they usually don't know how to do because <laughs> they haven't learned enough. This way they come to class already really well prepared, in fact, ready to participate, ask questions or even teach their peers. I've heard in your classes you use groups, teams, yeah. teams of students. Um, how much do you think uh, that helps students learn from each other? Is that, is that a, a key aspect to yes. your, your way of teaching? Yes, yes. I, I base this approach on, on Survivor, on the Survivor uh, show. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I make tribes, and then they work in tribes. But this past uh, year and a, and a half, we haven't been able to do that just because it's very difficult to have tribes that way that they establish like even a community, they name themselves and they, they are responsible for their own learning and they participate in, in challenges with, with what we never call them exams, we call them challenges. But this year it's been really difficult to do that. It's like you voted everyone off the island. <laughs> well, yeah, we can vote people off the island. <laughs> so, Rosalie, you seem to have a very good reputation at CAG uh, for students scoring well on the AP exam. What's your secret? I'm not going to tell you because it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, the secret is really just a lot of hard work. I think one of the components that I would tell any AP teacher or any AP class is that teach and use what the students are going to see on the exam, which made it really difficult this year because we're teaching to, you know, not to the test. Well, we do teach to the test, but we also teach the methodology. So when they come up to the test, they're not surprised. They always tell me like, oh, it's just like one of your exams. It was even easier and because, because we do that. Also, we just, um, I think the tribe work is really important in establishing, you know, the peer tutoring and, and students uh, being able to teach each other. Once you teach something once or twice, you become so much better. Um, 
I would say too, the students are very self-motivated. They want to learn. So some of the secrets are, are purely due to my students. I have to give them the credit. Like you say, oh, your students all are scoring above four because most of the averages are usually above four. But uh, I would say that the students are self-motivated. They're awesome. They're wonderful. It's, it's amazing to me that I go in there. I also teach at, at university here uh, at Rafael Andivar. And um, it's, it's incredible that what I teach my students here at CAG is so much more complex and a much higher level. And it's amazing. You, you, you teach them one thing, and they listen to you, and they ask a few questions, and they've got it. Wow. Whereas at, at university, they're having a tantrum on the floor. They don't understand. It's too <laughs> difficult. They're amazing. These students are amazing. That, that, something you mentioned earlier, you said after you've taught a couple of years, you, you get better at it. Yeah. Um, tell us some, <laughs> something about professional development for AP teachers. Um, how, how, uh -huh. how would you see that happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah, AP is, 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 a, is a mixture of having the, the, the teaching knowledge, being a good educator, and knowing how to transfer that information and develop and you know really good plans and 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 give the students the content in a way that they can actually assimilate it and understand it really well and make it become theirs but it's also knowing your content really well because when I first started, yes, I, I had studied economics and business administration. And yes, I, I knew a lot about econo economics. My, my husband's an economist and I love economics and read constantly. But it's not the same to actually have to teach someone economics, uh, you know, to bring it to the level that the students can, can understand it and then develop it from there. So yeah, I'd say uh, professional development should be a mixture of becoming a better teacher, which you can do through uh, workshops with AP, uh, with College Board and AP Central. Um, also, just reading journals about the material. The AP Community blog mm -hmm. is really good too. Um, something that's really, really important as well is going to the conferences. I just re uh, recently went to the China, to China. I didn't actually go to China, mm -hmm. but I went to the national conference, uh, international conference in China. And that was so wonderful. I went to the stats one, because I usually go to the econ ones. And we, we had who's going to be, because I'm an AP reader as well. I read, I read micro for five years, and now I'm going to read stats this year. And she's actually going to be one of the table leaders, was the person in charge of the conference for us. Well, so establishing great. networks. And then I'm on WeChat because it's in China. So they're constantly, you know, just sharing problems and asking, you know, how, how would, why would you think this is the right answer? And, you know, think, how do I teach my students? What do I include? So having a good supportive community, maybe, and trying to become a reader. That's a lot of wonderful advice for anyone that wants to be an AP teacher and mm -hmm. to the students to mm -hmm. hear how to be good in the class. We have a quick yeah. trivia question for you as we oh. end our episode today. <laughs> uh, let's see, two people have gotten it right, one person wrong. Let's see where you fall in with all your experience, even though it's a silly one. What oh. college level skills do students develop during AP classes? A, time management, B, problem solving, C, self-study skills, or D, all of the above. All of the above. Excellent. Ding, ding, well. ding, ding, ding. Well, listen. Um, <laughs> We, uh, we hope you all tune in and watch our previous episodes. We've talked to students, we've talked to teachers, we've talked to representatives from universities, and we've even talked to uh, capstone, um, capstone coordinators. So thank you so much, Rosalie, for being here today. Thank you. Thank you, Rosalie. And thank you, everyone, for joining us here today on AP Uncovered. Where we teach everything you need to know about the AP. 
to keep, keep you covered. covered.